welcome back to DC Nervistry. My name is Brittany, aka Brit Girl, and today I have a couple of guests. They have been on before, I'm sure you can guess. We've got a bit of a trivia night ahead of us, but it is the Fortress, Trent and Jules. How are you guys going? Well, hello, we are doing well. How are you? Yes, very well. I'm very excited for this weekend. Oh, and so am I. Meeting you guys. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's going to be so much fun. Are you talking this podcast? Yeah, I'm actually going to talk this podcast. Oh, oh wow. yeah. hi everyone. This is Julia's voice. Hi, I'm hi. Julia. Yeah. I'm Jules. Yeah, Supernova's going to be really fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. As long as it's not, hey you. Hey that, you. that works fine. Call me whatever you want as long as you call me to dinner. Ooh, that's my, uh, ooh nice. That's my thing. Yeah. I like that line. <laughs> that's a bit easy. <laughs> a, little bit, a little bit easy there. That's yeah, okay. so I just want food, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's simple. I'm a simple room. Um, but before we get into it today, um, one thing that we all have in common is conventions and cosplay. So we have Cosplayer of the Week, and that is the fantastic, the lovely Brisbane Boy Wonder, a.k.a. Troy Robinson. You can find this guy on Instagram, and we were actually discussing before the podcast, we, all three of us know of uh, Brisbane Boy Wonder, and you guys were saying it was the Red Hood cosplay that you really liked. Yeah, it was probably one of the first cosplays of him that I saw was his Red Hood one, and he just looked really good in it, like even without the face shell, it was he was embodying the character really well. Face shell? Yeah. The Red Hood hood. It's a mask. It was the it's helmet the turtle. <laughs> can someone, can someone like do like a, well, I guess he is pretty much Raphael from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, if we really want to go there. But um, you can pop onto his Instagram page and you'll see some amazing cosplay sh- uh, photos where he's Hal Jordan, he has Nightwing, um, his girlfriend as well is a cosplayer. She does Starfire. Starfire really and they both do Starfire and Green Lantern, and it's so cute. It is. It's really yeah. good. Yeah, but it all, it all depends which, which Green Lantern he's actually cosplaying. Oh, don't get particular. Is it, well, Ooh. is it Hal? Is it Kyle? It Ooh. can't be. It, it, it might be John. Well, but... how about when we meet him this weekend, you can ask him? No, I don't, I don't want to feel like I'm pressuring you. <laughs> or, 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 or. Hi, hi, we're the Fortress. What are you actually cosplaying? Yeah, which Green Tell Lantern? Tell us. He yeah. might be his own Green Lantern. He could be, yeah. um, you know, an addition. It could be himself. his own Green Lantern core thing. But the um, the awesome thing is, is that you can actually see his Red Hood cosplay in action. You don't actually see his face, but he is in the Oz Comic Con uh, cosplay music video that we did this year. So you can check that one out and you can see his cosplay in action. But before we go any further, I think we need to talk about casting news. Yes. Yes. Seriously, what the hell's wrong with you people? We're bad guys. It's what we do. Now, I'm excited about this, but I do know that you guys really don't like Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. <laughs> understatement yeah, of the re- century. really don't like? Yeah, I was going to say understatement. I put a really there. Do you want me to put like a really, really? Yeah, really, really, really. Really, 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 really. Take, now, take my is... silences. Take my silences. <laughs> Just... As agreement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing I found, like, I, I, I wonder if you guys would agree. Like, I understand where you guys are coming from. I think that Harley Quinn is a very... like three-dimensional character in that um it was actually the writer for birds of prey she said this how when she's she's never fully good she's always somewhat bad and she's not fully evil she's always somewhat good so she's so three-dimensional in that sense but one thing i found in the film is that they went too far with the ditzy nature 
It was the wrong ditzy nature. For me, Harley's always been the animated series Harley, where it's a ditzy, but it's an innocent ditzy. It's kind of cute. The ditziness that I found that Margot Robbie was doing was kind of like a bit forced, where, you know, it's bad, guys. It's what we do. It's just like, Mm. yeah, okay, sweetie. See, I think there's confusion between ditzy and playful. Okay. She's She's normally playful, not ditzy. Yeah, fair enough. She's a very, very smart woman. She knows what she wants and how to take it. That's the key. That's the thing. Mm. I see Harley, and that's the amazing thing about um, the villains of the Batman universe, is they're usually scientists or really highly intelligent people. So when it comes to Harley, when she has um, a doctorate or a PhD in um, psychology, it's so strange for me that they don't really touch on that. They, They show her interacting with the Joker while she is you know doing psychology but it's it's not it's just showing her kind of flirting with the joker not showing her her stu- uh, like study or everything that went into bringing her there like she in the animated series she went to see the joker because that was her thesis this mm. was the hardest person to crack she was going to do it but one well, thing i think that would have been amazing i just felt was missing i mean there was many things missing from suicide yeah. squad a lot of clothing if yeah a lot of clothing that's a good point if when um Katana jumped on the plane and rattled off her Japanese whatever to um, what was his name? Which, which one? Slipknot, the one that died? <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone knew his name. This he's is just... Katana. No, yeah, the commander name. guy. Yeah, but anyway, um, yeah. yeah. Rick Flag? Yeah, Rick Flag. Rick Flag. Yeah. But wouldn't it have been so good? Just like a little flash of her intelligence if she just responded in Japanese. I just would have loved that so much. But the fun thing the fun thing about Harley's intelligence is that it's a fake intelligence. Mm. She's a manipulator. She's actually not smart. Oh, see, so that's such a different view of what I see the character. So I've always seen her as highly intelligent. She has a PhD. Well, the only way she got that was through sleeping with the actual tutor. Yes. Oh. So she, did, she didn't actually do any application or anything like that. She slept with the tutor to get her PhD. So, yeah, she's street smart. She's manipulative and cunning, but she's not smart smart. She is then able to use her position to manipulate others into doing the bidding, such as let's look at the animated series when she goes and um, talks to, uh, she's representing getting someone out of prison and Bullock's, Bullock goes, didn't I know you before? She's like, I'm Dr. Harleen Quinzel. And she uses that, but that's why she was so easily manipulated by the Joker because he knew that she wasn't an intelligent psychologist. And that's where her shortcoming was, that she didn't actually have the proper training to be able to put up any defences and identify when she's being manipulated herself, which is why she's spiralled and continued to spiral and fall into these abusive relationships with Joker and Ivy. And Ivy, I was going to say, because Ivy's definitely more of a street smart, I see her more as a street smart character that still was able to manipulate Harley. Uh, I think they're going to hate it, Harls. They hate everything. She she acts as the comforting, compassionate one. The opposite to what the the opposite to what the Joker is in that sense in that manipulation. Yes. Ooh, very interesting deep dive into that character. <laughs> then that's just so that gives me a whole new light on the character because I mean there are so many different renditions and things. So I guess the ones I've read they might have come from that origin story, but because I didn't know it, I read it differently. And that's just mm. such an interesting take on how people understand stories. It's the joy of the character as well. The more yes. you dive into it, the more you learn about the 
origins and the backstory. So it's kind of like the Joker. We don't have a solid set backstory. It depends on what author you're looking at and what illustrator and what era. So it's good. I like it. Well, if you, if you want to, if you want to link it to the, the concept you were talking about, about how she's neither not inherently good, nor is she inherently evil. The way she acts fluctuates depending on who's manipulating her and who she's trying to impress. Mm. Like she will, she will do well if, you know, Ivy's trying to help her to reform. She will do good things. She'll still fall into unfortunate circumstances. That's basically what the entire first volume of Harley Quinn was, issues 1 to 35. But as you see in Mad Love, she's abused by Joker. She's thrown out. She tries to love him, so she then tries to capture Batman. And she shows that she is quite wily in the way that she's able to play the victim card and get an emotional resonance from Bruce. And then ultimately trick him with a plan that Joker came up with that he couldn't execute. Um, so it's interesting to see how her actual motives vary depending on who she's trying to impress or who's manipulating her. So she, she's she's not really thinking, I'm going to be a villain this day. Mm. I'm going to be good. And I'm not even including from 2011 onwards in this because they've just completely changed the character and it's wrong. But <laughs> So um, her... Her greatest flaw is trying to please others. Her greatest her greatest flaw is actually just her mind. Oh well that's just that's simple enough. Yeah. Her mind. It <laughs> sucks, it's broken. Sorry, yeah. Harley. No, it's she gone. is. She she's broken. <laughs> and that well, I think, yeah. yeah. I think a lot Needing of validation. a lot of superhero <laughs> characters are all broken in different ways, but I mean when it comes to Z C they're real broken girl. They're, they're real broken. Ooh, okay. they're real broken. Okay, well if but, you want if you want to put it differently, um, instead of mind, it's validation. She she true. needs validation. True. Well, I am one step away from becoming Harley Quinn then. But <laughs> you validate that's okay. you. Validate, yay, I'm a good person again. Um Birds of Prey has some more casting news. So that's what caused this tangent so that was <laughs> wonderful though i love well, there, some there we go the dies. one the one character that shouldn't be in birds of Pluck prey harley quinn mm. and now back Ooh. to birds of prey <laughs> so many fans are gonna hunt you down and hate you with that that is an excellent way to make television and film but everyone in my show is gonna have fun or i will bash their <laughs> heads in but oh, um yeah <laughs> ewan mcgregor is now being cast in the role of black mask Yes, he turned to the dark side. Ooh. Well, I actually love the idea of him as Black Mask. Okay, I think... uh, why? I just feel like he'll bring a, a, a sense of finesse. Like, to my understanding, Black Mask is a calculated character. He has his bursts of anger, anger and stuff like that. But I don't know. I just feel like it's... A, it's it'll, he's, it, Ewan McGregor is like a classically trained actor, isn't he? Yes. Yes. And that's what I think brings depth to a lot of these characters that have been around for so long, is when you get someone who is classically trained and who knows what they're doing, they're able to make characters that might be brushed to the side or not really thought of much and really breathe life into them. Because they think about all the nuances that would make that character tick. See, I, I, I disagree that he's going to be good. And that's not, <laughs> based, that's not based on him. I think that's just based no, on... No, that's just because I thought he'd be good. Right? No, no. I think it's because they've got too many characters involved in the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there are. You're not going to. You're not going to. I don't think you're going to get what you just described there. There's no fun in Arkham Quinn. I think he's going to be very generic. I think he's going to be. A basic villain. Yeah, basic villain. Essentially, he will be a Marvel villain. 
I, I feel it'll be, he'll, be, he'll be thrown thrown to the wolves to do the best with what he's got. It'll look at look at um, Christopher Eccleston. Yeah. In Thor: The Dark World. Yeah. Malaketh, one of the most man, um, manipulative and conniving dark elves around. Irrelevant. I, I feel he will be very much. He'll he'll have scenes. He won't steal scenes. He'll be a background focus while they focus on building up the birds. Mm. And Harley for mm. some reason. And Harley. Yeah, that's the one thing. Like, I do see that the sirens and sometimes, you know, the birds of prey, they do kind of team up sometimes. But I do feel like this is just an odd pairing. In a business side of things, I completely understand because, I mean, as much as... Oh, you need a pull for the movie. And I think having Harley Quinn in this movie is... I think they're betting on that being the only pull they're going to have because no one really knows about Huntress or... Black Canary know, as much as so they do sad. Harley Quinn. It is so sad. I want, I want more Oracle. I want more like, Canary. Yes, girl. Oh, okay, Huntress. you can stay. <laughs> Oracle always comes first. But, yeah, it does break my heart to think that Oracle might not be in this film, even though they are pushing so hard for diversity. Because it's sort of like it's amazing, you know, the, the range and diverse cast that they have. But we should have disab- disability represented. And Oracle is such a good character to do that. Mm, definitely. Trent went awfully quiet. Yeah, he is awfully quiet. <laughs> He's like lips closed. I don't think he wants to talk. I think because he will start a fight. Oh, well, hey, oh, I'm always happy to have someone to go against my opinion. As wrong <laughs> as they may be. <laughs> as wrong as they may be. See, now you're just quoting me. The, um, yeah, I, I, it's a movie that shouldn't be made. That's, that's my yeah. standpoint on it. In the state of the DC universe that they've got now, they shouldn't have announced it before Aquaman and Shazam came out. They should have focused on Aquaman and Shazam, done damage control after the first few movies that they've released, and then gone, okay, why are we including Harley? Why are we doing the birds? What is the goal here? Mm. Are we doing a standalone? Are we joining it up? DC are throwing everything at the wall to see what sticks. <laughs> they, they were initially going with the Penguin, as being the bad guy for Birds of Prey, now they're gone Black Mask. That makes me really question whether they actually believe this movie is going to be good. To have a character like Penguin, who's who's been very prominent in Gotham as one of the best characters in Gotham. People know Penguin. Mm. People don't know Black Mask. That's not a villain that's going to pull. It's the same. It's the same as the um, rumor that Black Adam is going to be the target in Suicide Squad Two. That's the Ooh, only that's thing. Odd. That's that's their mission, supposedly, to... He's going to be in the cocoon or some st- stuff like that. Oh, but, and that'd be with The Rock, so having him behind the character would yes. definitely draw an audience. Exactly, and I, I feel like they're going for more of a... Let's see who we can get to see the movie instead of create a good movie. Yeah. But we oh, all absolutely. Know, we all know There's... DC fans get butthurt at the drop of a hat <laughs> whenever someone says something negative about them. Except him. Yeah, guy's a real buzzkill. No, I do, I do understand. See, I, I'm one of those strange people who really enjoyed how different Batman vs Superman was. I mean, I understand its flaws, and I understand why it didn't, it didn't hit the target audience completely, and it fell short in the the um, general public. And at the end of the day, I do have to remember, although they are making this, it's not really making it for the fans. They are business companies. So it, if they can put out a film, whatever film, and put DC on it, they know they've got an audience. 
which is unfortunately to our own undoing because we are seeing those films. So it's a bit of a two double edged sword in that we want to see this, we want to support it, we want to see more DC, but we want the good stuff. But at the end of the day, if they're getting money, why should they worry? Why should they care? Well, it's, 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 they should care because ultimately if they're not putting out a product, it's going to fail later. And in, in, for, in, in add-on sales later on, so like DVDs. And well, not even, not even that. I mean, Suicide Squad, they released on DVD as the extended cut when I went to buy it, when I went to buy it, um, they barely sold any. Oh, there's bad. not much in the extended cut. It's no, no, it's terrible. Worst of the worst. It's terrible. The whole movie was disappointing. It's like the, it's like it. the Batman vs Superman extended cut. It's it's rubbish. It adds nothing except for revealing that you know Superman has X-ray X-ray vision and he couldn't see because of the lead. Which you know, would have been a vital, a point crucial in element. The story. But hey. Yeah, but Snyder. Thanks, Snyder. Mm. <laughs> but I, I just think that if they keep putting out the rubbish that they're putting out, people will get less and less excited. People are excited for Wonder Woman 84 because because of it's a hype a hype train. I don't know why. Not because Wonder Woman 1 was a great movie. It was an average movie. Be careful, Diana. I do not deserve you. But because it was better than every other piece of junk that's been put out so far, it's been held to a higher standard. But at the same time, Wonder Woman... I will, I will, you know, walk down this path of it being an average film, however much I must have liked it. It did everything it needed to. And I think that's the key to a, to some of these superhero films. So sometimes they are pushing too hard to be something amazing and be something different. But if they pull it back, then they can create a film that works and it is what it needs to be. And I mean, by all means, go do something crazy, do something different, go do Deadpool, go do Logan. But at the same time, sometimes you just need to get the character out there and establish that, yes, this is Wonder Woman, this is who she is, this is what she stands for. You will soon find out. My concern is um, how many Batman movies we are potentially oh getting. But it's, a, it's, a, it's a safety net for them. It they, is a safety they know net. that Batman I, will always sell. Bat, Bat, Batman will always sell, but do we really need that same emblem pushed on us so many times that we have to have the fat bat? I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. No, I don't agree, Queen Batman. Batman has been pushed a lot and I'm so excited that we are getting things like Aquaman and Shazam which both of which I am very excited for but we are also getting um, television series that are way different to the CW series that we're used to we have Titans who have just recently welcomed Doom Patrol characters onto the series which I haven't seen yet I can't get a hold of the episodes Netflix are being jerks they're being very slow. I think they're going to wait till the whole series is out and then bulk yeah. release it. Bulk release it, yeah. Yeah. But, um, but we also have Swamp Thing, and Swamp Thing will be released later on. And it has some casting news with Andy Bean playing the lead Alec Holland and Derek Mears playing Swamp Thing. Yes. Yes. Isn't Derek Mears in It Part 2? Um, he's in Halloween, I think. Ooh. I think he's in some horror that was in the that was in the little bit of research that I did. But otherwise, these names aren't actually familiar to me. But at the same time, Swamp Thing hasn't been in my circle of comics. See, I, 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 love, I love reading Swamp Thing just yeah. purely for the art. 
Uh, we need to get you in touch with Alistair. Alistair loves Swamp Thing. He's, Swamp Thing's up there with Aquaman for Alistair. Yeah, well, it's, it, I'm not going to say it started the horror trend because House of Secrets was going for like 91 issues before Swamp Thing even came into it. But um, it was one of the, it's one of those things that um, when I first started reading horror comics, I was reading Tomb of Dracula, which was a Marvel prop, which is a Marvel property, and yeah, mundane story, arts alright, it's vampires, unique. But then I picked up Swamp Thing, and Bernie Wrightson's art in Swamp Thing, it encapsulated just how it. It's basically what a monster should look like, hyper-detailed, heavily inked, shadows everywhere. It was just beautifully drawn. And Swamp Thing, then Alan Moore took over, you know, writing and artists changed naturally. And it, it's just always had that kind of eerie monster vibe to it. But, yeah, I, I, I do enjoy Swamp Thing. And, I mean, he, he's not as prominent as you'd expect. But DC just released their Halloween um special which had 10 short stories that had a, the very first story and it was a swamp th swamp thing story and in that there's this girl who's who's been taken into the green she's been poisoned and it, and along comes swamp thing alec holland and he's trying to save her but to save her he has to absorb her into the green so he essentially kills her and just the imagery it's all decadent and rotting and it's just swamp thing stories are something different to what normally gets presented. Fun fact about Swamp Thing. Ooh, yes. So you've got a character very similar at Marvel called Man Thing. Okay. Yeah. So Man Thing, picture, picture Cthulhu. Oh no, I'm just going to Google it. Yeah, picture Cthulhu that has, uh, it has three octopus tentacle kind of things coming down from its mouth. It's like Zoidberg, a green oh, Zoidberg. Oh, it is too. And um, so that's Marvel's equivalent of Swamp Thing. Mm. Man Thing, if, if you look into Man Thing's eyes and it feels fear, it'll burn you alive. But Swamp Thing and Man Thing, Swamp Thing was created by Len Wing and Man Thing was created by Jerry Conway. And they both debuted very, very close together. I think they were like a month or two apart. What happened? Wayne and Conway were roommates at the exact same time. Ooh. So no one knows for sure, but there's the, the rumor is that they both just came up with the idea and just changed it a little bit. One so they could to, both get money. Yeah. What, like they had separate rights. They're not sure who, who copied who, mm. but because they lived together, there was obviously some type of collusion mm. there. So they, they, they didn't bother going for legal rights or anything like that after for saying you copied this and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, it happens so often that there are like there are pretty much duplicate characters across DC and Marvel and heck you've got duplicate names with Captain Marvel as well which just all the all the, all the like lawyer things are very interesting but um because when you were talking about Swamp Thing and and uh it's it's creepy eerie art I thought I should also bring up that Gary Doberman is the executive producer and also writer um, for Swamp Thing, one of the writers, and he was also involved with It, yes. The Nun, Annabelle Creation, oh, Annabelle. Right. So it's going to be creepy um, as sin. Oh, hell yeah. And then you also have James Wan in the, um, having been a producer. So. <laughs> AKA Creepy Puppet. 
Yes. So we've got some... I mean, to have James Wan attached to a television series like this is pretty incredible. I'm not sure he's done television before, has he? Unless I, it was like... I don't know. He, he may have done low-budget stuff before he did Saw. True. True, 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 true. Maybe he was on Home and Away at one point. I mean, Everyone's, that thing's every, scary. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone starts off on, in sci-fi somewhere, so he may have done a... Oh, that typical horror season. No, everyone yeah. in Australia starts at Home and Away. I no, mean, like, oh, let's be so honest, true. or Neighbours. Everybody needs good neighbours. No, the ones yeah. that make it, the ones that don't make it start on Neighbours. Oh. Ooh, that's true. Chris Hemsworth was on Home and Away, so... Yeah. Okay. Hang on, wasn't Margot Robbie on Neighbours? Oh, I see your point. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Goldburn. <laughs> All right, but um, a little bit more about Swamp Thing. Warner Brothers has described Alec Holland as a passionate biologist who is caught in the crosshairs of a small town nightmare when he discovers bizarre local illness may be connected to his work in the swamp. Holland then discovers... Wow, that's English. <laughs> I don't know what I've written. Holland's discovery leads him into conflict with dark forces, from which he emerges as the elemental hero known as Swamp Thing. Can you give me like a bassy Swamp Thing now? I feel like my I just can't give it the effect it needs. A bassy Swamp Thing. It is a Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. I was meaning Jules, but okay. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You've heard my Thank bookie. You. Don't, don't. That was Jules. <laughs> I sound like a porg. Pork. Oh gosh, I only saw that film once. I don't know. I actually can't remember what porks sound like. No, wow, that's actually that's that sounds amazing. That's it. That's it. Um, that was a dolphin the first time. Sorry. Don't know what the hell it was. The first time. It was it was something. It was I accepted it. So good. This is all sound. I don't there we go. <laughs> but that is actually all the news, which is so crazy. There's so little oh, news. But there is news for us with Supernova. Yay! <laughs> whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Um, so I don't know about you guys, but it hit 31 degrees up here today. Oh, don't tell my me car, that. My car was reading 44 degrees when I got into it. Uh, it's, been, it's been hot down here. It's been hot and muggy down here and yeah. stormy. It's just been miserable weather. Mm. Well, I don't know about any Sydney conventions, but we do have aircon in our convention centres. So yeah, rest assured. Been- Brisbane is hands down probably one of the best convention centres mm. for it because the aircon actually works. Mm, it's good. It's it minimises the bo stench. You know. Yes, definitely. It's great. And I Unless mean, like, <laughs> let me correct that. It minimises my bo stench oh, from running it. around with a camera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's it's good. The aircon will be on. Uh, hopefully not broken. I mean, if it breaks, it's just not going to be fun at all. But at the same time, it'll be hitting a top of 25 pretty much this weekend. Which so. is a lovely temperature as long as it's not 90% humidity. Yes, and you have something good going on at uh, Supernova Brisbane, don't you? Oh, yes, I do. Oh, look at you bringing it up so casually. I know, right? <laughs> so on the Saturday, I will be screening Hot Glue, my cosplay documentary, and I've been going on about it nearly every podcast, but... In a theme, in the theme of hot glue, let's let's talk cosplay and how you guys got into the craft. Well, I I got into the craft by not getting into it. I stumbled into it because Julia cosplays, and she yeah. was like, "I want you to dress up one time." I'm like, "Really?" She's like, "You're hairy. You're angry. You're short. 
You should do Wolverine. Be my Wolverine. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I'll do it. it works really well. Yeah. It does. I'm not Canadian. That's the only problem. But a a, a that's a, that's it. You're Canadian. You've now been blessed. Exactly. Yeah. I like maple syrup. But yeah, it's <laughs> like I've always gone to conventions. I I had to do the um when I was purchasing tickets for Supernova the other day, they did the how many conventions have you been to? Oh really? And it, it's it's in the ten plus category now. Ooh, yeah. nice. So that's from the last the last I think. Three years we've done about nine, and then a couple of a couple from earlier in my life. Mm. So, yeah. And what about you with cosplay, Jules? Well, I've always felt the need to dress up as a character, like for a while. <laughs> like I used to dress up as Pocahontas when that movie came out from Disney. Can't do that oh, now. Oh, Pocahontas! Yes. No, you, you know, don't do Can't. that now. Can't do that now, though. Don't well, blame, no. blame eight-year-old me. No, I well, Pocahontas and Mulan were amazing. Oh, Actually, I've got a... Sorry to interrupt your, your history of cosplay, but I've got a funny story. Uh, I went to a princess party when I was probably like 10 or 11. But um, didn't really go as a princess, did I? When is John Smith from Pocahontas? Nice! <laughs> oh, nice. I had like a foam, like the actual like costume... From wherever mum bought it, probably came up. So I had the foam, like, armour and the shirt underneath. And I had a sword that went through the belt. I was the bee's knees and the only one not dressed as a princess. Yeah, you went as a coloniser instead. <laughs> uh, yes, it's horrible, isn't it? Now but it was good looking, so it's all forgiven. <laughs> yes. Um, so I got invited to go to a convention in like 2013 or 2012 with some of my friends because the Weasley twins were there. And I was like, oh, it's a convention. Everyone dresses up and went, oh, I'll put together a Lara Croft. So made a gun holster belt and dirtied up some clothes. And my friends were like, oh, yeah, people dress up. So I actually made them dress up as well. And then <laughs> I was kind of like, oh, wow, people don't dress up. So was it like a lot less back then? It, it felt to me a lot less back then because that was like my first convention as well. Mm. But it was nice because I actually had people stop me and ask for photos. And I was like, wait, why? Why? Because <laughs> you, you what? Lara Croft. I was like, oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> that was brilliant. Uh, I just, I find it so amazing just watching the joy. Like, I mean, especially in children when they see, like, Spider-Man. You always get it with mm. Spider-Man. Kids are like, oh, my gosh, I need a photo with Spider-Man. This Disney is amazing. Princesses. And Disney princesses. The they ones are the that big have, ones. like, the really, really big dresses, like the Belle and the Cinderella gowns, they always p- pull adults and kids alike. And they just... Do you reckon, they do you reckon they're, if they're hugging, like, the children or, or, or hugging them, like, picking them up or anything, do you think the thought through their head is, please don't puke, please don't puke, please don't puke? <laughs> Yeah, no, that would be my thought. I spent. Please don't break the stress. I spent so much time on this. Twelve hours of hand stitching (laughs) in one sleeve. I made this lace. So much love. Don't puke on me. (laughs) You say. You say. See, you say that Spider-Man cosplayers are always good to see. Some of them are not. Oh no. Aptly, aptly, the ones that aren't wearing a goddamn dance belt. Ah yes, or yes. face shells. So they just look like they—they they look kind of like, you know, deformed things. <laughs> oh gee, all right. Well, wow, we went there, children. Them firing words. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know. You have the eye. You have the eyes at one point, and then their mouth is over to the side, 
that's horrific for a child to look at. <laughs> and then when they stand up, they've got something else going in their face, and that's even more horrific for the child to look at. Oh my. yeah, well, so, cosplay just horrific for children, really. Yeah. Just it's not fun. But yeah, um, and then what? I started dating you, and then we decided to go down to Melbourne quite early in our relationship, and I was like, I'm going to dress up as Poison Ivy. We're that, dating. We were dating. No one, no one knows that we're dating. It's a secret. <gasps> oh, I better cut this out of the of the thing then. <laughs> the thing, the podcast. I don't know what to do. Um. And yeah, when it's Ivy, and that was your first con experience with me actually cosplaying. Properly. 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 Full on. Full on. Yeah. And then, it, and then it went from there. Yeah. Wow, I just have spent so much time in the last three years just on cosplay. But it's such a good craft. Like, it for is. one thing, I understand um, from, from my interview process in Hot Glue, it's such a good way to learn just normal textile skills and making things and planning. I was at a, um, a panel at Oz, excuse me, at Oz Comic Con where these people were talking about how they not only buy patterns, but if they're running short on money, they might just pull apart a t-shirt and use the parts of a shirt as the pattern base, make mm. their own patterns and stuff. And that just, textiles is the one thing I just cannot do. I love doing things with my hands, making things, but I cannot work with fabrics. <laughs> it ticks me off. Oh, fa fabrics are evil. I'm going to, that's my goal for next year is to start making cosplays out of fabrics and learning to sew and overlock properly instead of my, it, it will do <laughs> mentality. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> use, this will work. This will work. I used a lot of glue in the um, in the cosplay that I made for hot glue because I actually couldn't stitch anything. I tried. The thread kept snapping oh, or no. tangling my sewing machine, which is mum's, which I think she got when she was married, I think like 25 years ago. No. Oh, so it's, it's the same that. age as mine. Mine is like, yeah, it is mine old. Is like really early 90s. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my yeah. god, it's it's almost the same age as me. I think it was once white. It's kind of yellow now. It's like that old. Anyway, so that wouldn't work. I couldn't stitch it by hand. So I'm just like putting glue everywhere, hot glue, fabric glue, cement glue. So you guys, anyone watching hot glue will be watching me make this in the process and just be like, oh my gosh, please don't use that glue there. Oh, <laughs> no, she, yep, she used it. I think I broke a lot of cosplay rules when making it. Well, it's, it's aptly named hot, hot glue, so... It works. Oh, true. I didn't burn myself, though, which is <gasps> phenomenal, really. No, that's this, unfair. This, this dummy burned herself the other night. I, like, gave myself, oh, like, no. a second-degree burn with my hot glue gun. As I was reading, it heats up to over 200 degrees Celsius. Oh, no, I, <laughs> have, I have done it before. I was making a prop for something... And I just stupidly thought, you know how when you have silicon with building a house and stuff and you put yeah. it down into a corner and then you trace your finger over it to give it a nice smooth edge? You thought that would work with hot glue as Guess well? Guess what Brittany did? <laughs> Guess how big the blister was? <laughs> yep. Yep. Yes. So that wasn't pleasant. Is that is that like the worst um, injury I guess you've gotten from cosplay? Oh, uh, no, that the... <laughs> you prick yourself a lot making ivy. Yeah, when I was stitching ivy, I actually stitched through my finger at one point. <laughs> and then oh also goodness. copped the needle going That's down. That's becoming one with nature. Yeah, I copped the needle going down through the nail as well. That that was painful. Oh, you, you pretty much bamboo tortured yourself. Yeah, pretty much. So much oh. blood, sweat and literal tears went into that cosplay. <laughs> 
that's just you know that like uncomfortable feeling you get up your spine when you think about like nails on a blackboard that's yeah. just what i got with needles and a nail oh. Ugh. 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 but we we are all been going to cons for a while now so what are our tips what do we need to pack in our bags before we go and how do we stay away from the craziness and just keep calm because i know it's very difficult to keep calm in a, such a packed place um essentials of water you need mm. water because it, it gets very very stuffy and very hot and you don't want to pay four dollars a bottle yeah i know right yeah such a rip um i'd say take cash like actual oh, good tip hard cash because a lot of vendors um some vendors may charge more the card. the card i think the fees have gone now though wasn't it just this year that they've gotten rid of fees you can, all ATMs? You can, no, no, not at ATMs. Not I'm at talking ATMs. about actual vendors. Yeah. Some vendor, oh, you're talking about vendors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vendors Sorry. will give you discounts yeah. if you have cash instead of card because they have to pay ah, the fee. So yeah, they'll that's give, true. So take cash, you will most likely get a cheaper price. Mm, you can barter a bit barter. better. Yes. Oh, um, barter. I've never bartered before. Any tips on doing that? Do you just like go, hey, man, is that your best price? Be nice. Be nice. Don't be rude. Don't be arrogant. Don't go straight into it. Talk to them a little bit. Yeah. Get to know them. Act like their friend. Or be their friend. Act like their friend. <laughs> Act. <laughs> Act. Be no one's friend. Yeah. You are your own um, friend. friend. <laughs> exactly. Only you can succeed. Um, mine would be a cosplay tip of wear your cosplay before actually going to the con so you know ah. what sticks into you. Are your shoes comfortable? Does that need to be re-glued or stuck down to yourself so you don't have a nip slip? No, I... Oh, yes. Oh, gee. <laughs> yeah. So don't do not do a morning of putting all the, the costume together. Just try and do it the day before so you know it works. <laughs> if you're cosplaying as well, take a change of clothes. Yeah. Something light just in case there is a wardrobe malfunction or a, a breakage of the costume. Or if you just get really uncomfortable, if you if you've got something that's kind of awkward to walk around in. Yeah, well, you just get over it. Yeah, get over it. You can change halfway through the day. Mm. And there's usually like a cosplay, cosplay booth, hey, at um, at conventions where you can go and you can, if you need to, get a bit of a patch up, get things fixed. Yeah, yep. there's yep. a um, cosplay helper called um, Captain, Captain Patchett. Patchett. Ah, and he, yes. he runs the cosplay emergency booth and he's really lovely. He always helps out, especially if you need a quick DIY hot glue fix. Yes. Literally, hot glue. Hot glue, hey, and hey. coming back around to hot glue. So guys, if you are heading to Supernova this weekend in Brisbane, make sure you pop on over to the Film Inc. feature room where we will be screening the hot glue premiere. It's a cosplay documentary and there'll be a little panel afterwards with myself, Georgia Rose and Team Mountain Nash, which is Lauren and Emma, will be answering all those lovely questions about how it was made, or if you just want to ask what I had for breakfast, I mean, I'm still asking you what you had for lunch now. <laughs> oh, what, I, oh, what did I have for lunch today? I had a <laughs> bacon egg cheese sandwich <sighs> with dream. barbecue sauce. The dream. Yeah. Well, actually, it was quite a pain to cook in this heat. It was. Yeah. <laughs> just just, just throw the bacon out on the street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty much. Put it on my car. Forty-four degrees. My goodness. Yeah. But. Now we are into the exciting part of the night. Because the rest of this wasn't exciting. I mean, we just bored each other to death, right? Now we got to talk about how wonderful 
Harley Quinn is. I was bored to death. <laughs> <laughs> you were bored to All right, well, let's get into the exciting bit where you, Trent, can actually be a little bit of a mediator as well, where we do trivia with DC. I wish I had like little like trumpets and stuff. Maybe I should get that on my phone, like a soundboard, and be like or something. Wait, that's copyrighted! No, it'll be shut down. No, no. I'll just fly through window and tackle you. Shut up. So what we have here is just a quick little trivia between The Fortress and Nova Stream, DCN. I have 10 questions in front of me. Trent will come up with 10 questions for me. I'll send my questions to you, Jules. Trent will send your questions to me. And I've got a little notepad here where I can mark whether or not we get them right. So this will be interesting. All right. Without further ado, I'll get started. If Trent, you can cook a little question in that brain. Yep. Jules. Yes. Does John Diggle from Arrow ever appear in DC Comics? Ooh. I'm going to go with a yes. Ding, ding, ding. That is one point for the Fortress. They are one down and they are in the lead. Brute Girl is falling behind because she hasn't answered a question yet. How shameful. That's that's actually a very, rel- uh, rel- a very new concept, though. It's only recent. He's he's very yeah he's very new and it's a comic book that's actually quite associated to the um, series. Few things are different. Felicity isn't quite as nervous and nerdy, I guess, as the comic book series portrays her as. So it's a bit different there. But um, yeah, so I just thought it's an interesting tidbit of information it is for a a trivia. Yeah, debuted around the time of the Outsiders War. Oh yes. God, you're such a smartass. Yes. Okay, so question for Brittany. Yes. Michael Rosenbaum played Lex Luthor in Smallville. In the Justice League animated series, what character does he voice? Oh my gosh. Ah, oh, the Justice League animated series. I don't think I actually. I'm not up to date in that. Uh, what could he do? This is going to be a punt, guys. Let's go Hawkman. No, it is the Flash. Ah, no, that would probably make sense. All right, let's... None for Brittany. Brittany is falling behind. She has missed out on an opportunity for a point. Now to the next question. Loser. Loser. Just hear this, like, voice in the background of your house. You suck. (laughs) Who voiced Superman in Teen Titans Go to the Movies? Is that to Trent? No, no it's you. Do. Oh, it's me. Oh, Trent's <laughs> the mediator. Um, crap. I know. Oh, I just forgot it. Uh, Superman was voiced by... The problem is, is I didn't write it down. I can picture him, but I've forgotten his name. Oh, no, I got it. I got his name. <laughs> I remember now. <laughs> What's worse is um, I was about to blurt it out. What was his name? It was... He played Constantine. No, he didn't. No, he didn't? I'm thinking of the wrong person. You are? You're thinking of Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I thought it was Keanu Reeves. No, that's incorrect. Is that is that your answer? I'm going to go with that, knowing that it's incorrect, because I have Trent doing such disappointing glances at me. It's Nicholas Cage. <sighs> Nick Cage. Oh. Finally playing Superman after the costume test that he did in the 90s, I think it was? Yeah, uh, 91, yep. I think. Yeah. That would have been an interesting Plus film. Cage. That would have been a very yeah. interesting film. He's getting into voice acting now. It's good. 
Spider-Man Noir coming. Yes. Alistair and I discussed it a little bit on the last podcast, so jump on over there if you haven't listened to it, Mm. fellow listeners. And then come back to this one, or listen to the wonderful trivia. Trent, what is your next question? What are the four Green Lanterns of Earth? Name two of them. Two of them? Yep, name two of the four Earth Green Lanterns. John Stewart, mm-hmm. Kyle Rayner. Yep. Do you want me to keep going? <laughs> no, that's that's fine. Oh, I was, that's good. I was going to be a jerk and say the two newest. Oh, that would be um, Jessica... Jessica something. Cruz. Cruz. And I don't know the guy's name. I think... I feel Baz? Yeah, Simon Baz. Yeah. So, no, yeah, I was actually... When you, when you, like, stopped after what, I was thinking you were going to go, what is your favourite colour? <laughs> <laughs> Don't give him ideas. No, but well, I did, I you guess did just give me an idea for the next question. <laughs> Disrelated. Oh, no. If you, oh, okay. I was going to say, don't ask me this, but I realised that would be a bad idea because you would yes. ask me that. Yep. He would. All right. I'm going to just go ahead and get the arrow questions out the way so the, DCTV is done. Oh, you're done. Who I'm done. Is the current boss of Argus in Arrow? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't get you past should, season should, two. You should see her face. Well, she is. Is she in season two? Oh, it's that. Um, um, it's oh, the little five like ten minute channel flick. Um, what's her face? I know the actress. You can stop pretending. Uh, no, I can see is... the I'll give you a hint. It is connected to the first question. You can't even remember the first question now, can you? Well, it can't be Diggle's wife. Isn't she dead? No? I have no idea. Well, why didn't you just say John Diggle? Will we take is John Diggle seriously... as the answer? Is it seriously John Diggle? <laughs> And that is a wrong question. It is Lila Diggle, his wife. Ah, I thought his wife was dead. dead that, that, there you go. That's that's my knowledge. No, he thought she was dead. Um... She probably died. I mean, this is we came up with a term on the old DC podcast with Nova Stream called DC Domination, where the term was dead arrow. You know how if you shoot an arrow and then you can pick up the arrow and shoot it again? Shoot it again, yeah. That's what these characters are. They can yeah. die however many times you want. You can keep picking them up and shooting them again. Diggle had thought she was dead in season two after he... I can't even remember. I think it was after he did that mission with Deadshot. Doesn't Deadshot die in that? Because that's like the Suicide Squad thing where they briefly show Harley through the... Through the bars. Yes. Yeah. Prison. And everyone got so excited. And oh then... my gosh. It was like, nope, copyright. It was around the time of that. Something happened. Oh, righty. Let's go for the All next right. question. Well, the next question. In the final in the final scenes of Young Justice Season 2. Oh, girl. Yeah. Hit me. <laughs> who are the two people that converse? The two villains that converse with oh, each other. Oh, okay. That is um, Savage. And Vandal Savage, and ah, oh, he goes to Apocalypse. Oh, so hang on, so wait, no, he goes to Apocalypse, so they can't be the character's name. So it's Vandal Savage and 
dark side. That's that is correct. Yeah. Well done. Well, thank you. I had to had to think a bit there. I was thinking Apocalypse. That's not a character's name. What is it? Gotta say though, season two, it was good. I mean, it had Barbara Gordon, so I can't really complain. But season one, man, was the best. Season one, they just looked at all the different, like, I guess they just looked at the issues in such a different light. Like the thing that stood out for me was Miss Martian and her idea of how she should look and stuff. And it was just mm. so different to a normal teen drama. And I'm like, this isn't a kid's show and it's so amazing. And then, of course, season two finale just, like, broke my heart. Yeah. How dare you? They're, ex- they're exploring <sighs> Miss Martian doing the same thing, like hiding her identity from the team at the moment in um, in the Titans comic. Oh, it's, it's, it's essentially a rehash of the story arc from um, mm. Young Justice. It's quite annoying, actually. There's um, the Young Justice also had a comic book run, and I think I have volume one, two, and four. And because it's out of print, I just can't find number three, and it's so annoying. Well, you're in luck, because in January, Young Justice is coming back as a comic. As a comic? Mm-hmm. As in, like, a reprint, or are they actually continuing no, the story? A new, a new series. So it's Superboy, uh, Kid Flash, and Robin, I think. But is it, like, the Young Justice comic series, or is it continued from the animated series? It's the Young Justice comic series. It's not, it's not based on the animated ah. series. See, I just, I fell in love so much with Artemis and Miss Martian, because I feel like if, if they just kind of had a Freaky Friday moment, then that's me. <laughs> I feel like those two, they're just me. I was watching the cartoon one day and my brother walked in and he saw Miss Martian on the screen and said, hey, Brittany, it's you. I'm like, oh, my heart. So bless. My brother's nice. All right. Next question. Um. I actually have a question about an executive producer. Was this would this be too hard? Shall we include Trent in this one? I think I need Trent's help. I, I'm calling. Okay. I'm calling in my call a friend. Calling a friend. Okay. Because to be honest, I think this would probably be hard for me as well. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to vary the questions. Greg Berlanti. Who the hell? I that? just gave you the answer. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um. <laughs> This has been a um, huge success. This is a huge success. Ding, ding, ding. You win. Um, let's quickly think of um, what. Uh, yes. Chyla Lee, a.k.a. Alex Danvers from Supergirl, was on what hospital ER drama beforehand? That was one I made off the top of my head. <laughs> uh, Grey's Anatomy. I'm going to say Grey's. That's it. That's it. Oh, my gosh. And, oh, my God, I just connected those two characters together. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I oh, wow. She gets, that's, like, the first episode I watched of Grey's Anatomy. And it was um, it was a hostage situation in the hospital. Mm. So it was one of the few episodes where I can go in in the middle of a series, sit down, watch it, and think, what the heck's going on? And then she gets shot, and I just bawled my eyes out. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is breaking my heart. I'm a crier, so... (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm just, like, told... Oh, gosh. There should be, like, a tally board for how many times I've told the audience that I've cried due to a fiction. I'm just, you know, I'm just a gentle, gentle soul. That's all right. We love you. Oh, thanks, guys. Validation. Validation. I want to become Harley Quinn. Hey, Harley. 
Um, okay, <laughs> next so question. Next, next question. In Flashpoint Paradox. In the animated movie? The animated movie. Mm-hmm. Or the cartoon, because this is the same, uh, the, the comic, because this is the exact same element. One woman gets into a fight with someone and decapitates them. <gasps> Who does she decapitate? Queen Mira. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. That is a good film. And that is the only thing that made the second Suicide Squad redeemable. Because it, it kind of connected and gave reason to Z- why Zoom was doing what he was doing. And you're like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And then everything else was terrible. <laughs> Have you guys seen the second animated film? No, no I haven't. I saw that. Um... Ah, probably just gave you a spoiler then. <laughs> no, I, no I, I never intended to see it. I saw the lineup and Harley again. I'm like, no, I can't. I can't bring us. It'll be hell to pay. <laughs> it was, I think it was like an R or MA rated animated film. And it was as stupidly rated because they just decided to do whatever the hell they wanted as the um, Batman and Harley Quinn animated film, which I'm sure you guys loved. Right. Mm. Right. Yep. Okay. I can never forgive that movie. Never. Yeah, it wasn't very good at all. It was a poor poor choice. Poor choice. But what year was Justice League Throne of Atlantis released? And I'll give or take a year. Um, Throne of Atlantis was, um, oh crap, I'll just go 2000. So let's go 2008. Wow. I have no idea. I I have absolutely no idea, so I'm just going to throw a number out there. Oh girl, 2015. Wow. Wow. Time really is distorted for me. Well, to be honest, when I thought of this question, Mm -hmm. I thought it was 2011. And I think it's because exactly that, New 52. Well, it it was 2012, the comic. Oh, the comic, yeah. Yeah, but this this is the animated movie. That's 2015. I remember thinking, watching that, that the, um, the fight scenes were so beautifully done. Just animated so smoothly. It was just... Just gave me hope for the future. I don't know. It's lovely. <laughs> yes. And Next question. By Suicide Squad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, if I can throw in digs, I will. All right. Who voiced the Joker in Batman Under the Red Hood? Oh. Now that is something I, I, I do not know. But I remember watching it and thinking, this is such a different take. Because I was so used to Mark Hamill's version. Ah, I... I'm going to just throw out Troy Baker, but I know it's not right. No. It is John DiMaggio. John DiMaggio. Okay. Bender. Oh, oh, that makes sense. Mm. And Brave and the Bold. He's Robin? No, he's Aquaman. He's Aquaman and Brave and the Bold. Yeah. Outrageous. 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 Seriously, one of the best Aquaman ever. Yeah, he's actually, he's really funny. Now. This one, this question, I actually added specifically specifically for you, Miss Jules. Okay, awesome. I might be able to answer it. Can you name five members of the Shazam family, excluding the wizard? Mary Marvel? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. Billy Batson? Yep. Uh... 
You won't get the other. I three. won't get the other three. Um, just one more, just one more, and we'll give the point. Mary Marvel's evil twin in black. <laughs> I didn't even know that existed. It's not an evil twin. What, did, evil did twin. Venom? Did the Venom like spawn symbiote? Is this is this her? Dark, no, it's dark it's Mary. just her with Dark Mary, so Pre- she just wears black. <laughs> Freddie Freeman. It sounds like Superman in a dark uniform. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Freddie right, Freeman. Do you wanna... The other ones, the other ones don't really get mentioned often enough for people to know them. Freddie Freddie Freeman's generally the one who's seen as the equivalent of Captain Marvel. He's Captain Marvel Junior. He's the one that wears the blue suit. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah, he's he's the one that um had in the New Fifty Two run has the um, walking apparatus. I think he has cerebral palsy. Oh. Can I do talkie tawny? Is that a part of the family? No. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. That, look, I, I, I would pay that because, I mean, that's we got two and I said one more and then it was like a team effort. I'd pay that. <laughs> I'd pay. And we are neck and neck three and three. Who will win this intense battle of wits? Neck and neck three and three. Mm. Is this the breaker question? This is the breaker. <laughs> no. <laughs> In Superman, Reign of the Superman, the upcoming Reign of the Superman, there are four versions of Superman who fill the void that Clark has left in his absence, aka death. Who are the four Supermen? Okay. This will be a punt, but I'll be going off a comic book I read recently, which hopefully they're pulling off. Lex Luthor in his Superman suit? Incorrect. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what about that um, Superman, the steel? Is he one of them? Yes. Steel is, yes. Oh, I've got one of them. Um, is Superboy stepping up? Yes, he is, with his terrible 90s jacket and glasses. Oh, so Connor. Yeah. Is Jonathan <laughs> Superboy stepping up? No. No? Not his son. Who the heck are the other Super... Dudes. They've been All featured right, very prevalent. They've been featured a lot recently in Superman and Supergirl comics. Because um, I know there's the Superman of China as well, but I don't think he'd no. come into it. No. And then there's the Superman of Russia, but I don't think he'd come into it. No. Yeah. In no. Russia. Well, every Superman I know of just isn't happening. <laughs> so what are the others then? So you got Eradicator. He's the one that has the yellow visor. Oh, I don't know that one. And... He at the moment he's been readapted in Rebirth as kind of like an underling for Zod. He's working really closely with Zod, and you have Cyborg Superman. Oh, okay. Sorry, I think I got Cyborg Superman and Steel. I just assumed they were the same. (laughs) That's bad. I mean, like, I mean, then Cyborg. That yeah, they're just guys in metal. I don't know. Well, that I think that's half a point to get two out of four. Well, I only really got one. Did I? No, you got two. Half a point? I'll take it. Amalgam. I'll take it. Amalgam. I'm going to give you. I'm I, gonna, won't I, I fight it. Half a point. I won't fight it. Okay. Well, because of that, I, then I will skip to this next question, which I'm sure you'll like. Who is Raven's dad? Etrigan, Trigon, or Mazikeen? Uh Trigon. Ding, ding, ding. Done and done. <laughs> now it is four both? to three and a half. Why did you do a multiple choice? 
Don't yeah, yeah, try just... and get me suggested it. You are so freaking evil. <laughs> Don't simplify the, um, for the the other uh, the previous podcast. It was this is why I actually put it in is because Alistair and I were talking and I was saying Trigon is Raven's dad and then he brought up Etrigan and I was like oh my gosh the names are so similar uh, similar so I was hoping it would throw a curveball but it didn't. Okay then, yeah. who is Etrigan's alter personality? Oh dang! Wait, hey, hang on. Is this <clears throat> an animated film or a movie? It's the exact same everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Older personality, Trigon? No, not I mean, old, if he's just not, older. Not older. Who's his other half? He transforms. He transforms. So Etrigan American is a demon. Dad. Yeah. That... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm guessing that's a no. No. All right. Was that was is that was that the question? Because I I've missed that one. Yeah, that's the question. Okay, yeah, no, I didn't get that point. No. So Here's a... Hmm? Oh, do you want the answer? Do you want me to educate? Nope, never. Yeah, sure, nah. go for it. <laughs> Jason, Jason Blood is the alternate. Oh. Is that in, like, in the um, Titans TV... Uh, sorry, Teen Titans animated series? Is that where you get it from? That's Brother where... Blood. Brother Blood. That's different. Jason Blood is just... He's a, he's a warlock, essentially. He's an immortal who had Etrigan trapped by Merlin inside of him. And, yeah, so that's why he recites... Oh, that's... See, see, I thought we were still talking about Trigon. See, this is... I think the names are very similar. Yeah, definitely. I feel you. As a dyslexic, I definitely feel you here. (laughs) So I just... I really messed up that last question. (laughs) Any any excuse. Any Absolutely. I just... You crackling... Oh, I can't. Oh, no. I can't. Oh, I'm going into a tunnel. Um, <laughs> here's one for you. What was the first movie silver screen appearance of Wonder Woman? Oh my god. Um. Say something. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm really confused. 1977. No. 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 That would be. No. She. That would be the time. I'm asking time. what would, film. What film? Did she first appear on the silver screen? Oh. What movie yeah, what was her movie? first appearance? Um, it's very new. It's very recent. Oh. Is it Justice League? No. <laughs> Funnily enough, actually, Trent, do you know this one? Yeah, it's Batman vs Superman. No, you are wrong again. It is the Lego movie. <gasps> oh. That is how that's, weird it is. That, that's okay. Evil. Okay. All right. I have a really big grump with that. Really? <laughs> yes. She appears in the Lego movie, well, and she is Wonder Woman. If you're going to ask a stupid question such as that, you need to specify oh. if it's live action, animation, or Lego. <laughs> you should see his face. No. It's funny, there's a vein, like, popping. Any excuse, brand. right? Any excuse. I'm actually quite terrified of what this next question's going to be now. Yeah. So am I. I'm, I I'm feeling the it. wrath of Trent will fall down upon thee. Fine. In the in the same vein as the answer I just gave that should be correct. In Batman vs Superman, there is a character who, when holding Martha hostage, the main guy holding Martha hostage, he is a comics character. He's Russian, and he's a main enemy of Batman. Who is this character? 
It's uh, it's right? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, you killed that. Yeah. Are you speaking Russian? Because that would that yeah. would help. Yeah, it's It's played by an Australian actor. Yeah, yeah. it's Russian. Yes, yes. Giving you a hint with Russian. Good, uh, Gustav. <laughs> Hansel. Hansel, isn't that Hansel, German? That's German. I don't know. I did neither history nor geography, so... Okay. Vlad. <laughs> Another hint. Have you been following what's happened with Nightwing recently? How he's been shot in the head? See, all I know is that he's been called Rick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was, like, enough to be mad. I don't need to read this. Yeah. No, this is... Oh, okay. Um, No, because Bruce Wayne thinks that it's a boat that he needs to follow down this boat and trace it down but it's not it is a person no i think i'm getting my storyline mixed You're up getting a storyline very mixed up yeah either way, at the end of the day i don't know who it is it's kg beast oh well that just went right over my head yeah. it's like the inclusion of jimmy olsen in in batman versus superman yes. mm. Very not doing well at the moment. You are winning by half a point. Yes, and we have two questions left. <sighs> Let's go back to an earlier discussion of Birds of Prey. I in did this purposely to not talk about the characters other than Harley Quinn who's involved in this film. Mm. Which Batgirl secret identity will be in the Margot Robbie Birds of Prey? Barbara Gordon. She's not going to be in it. Are you sure you want to yeah, use she, that one? Yeah, no, yeah she, she, is. she is. No, it hasn't been released. No, the Batgirl secret identity is not Barbara Gordon. That has not been published. No, she, no, 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 she's, no she's, in she's in it. But the other one is Cassandra Kane. Cassie Kane has been announced. Barbara Gordon hasn't. Yes, yeah, she, she has. has. you got to send me this link, guys, because I have not seen this. It was... Um, we discussed it when I said it was the Fox Fatal Five in the in our podcast, the Fortress yeah. podcast. Yes, but that's the problem. It's um, Harley Quinn, uh, Dinah, Dinah Lance, Huntress, Renee Montoya, Cassie Kane. There's your five. Yeah, but she's not going to be doing a main role, so she's not part of the actual thingy. Okay, well, thingy. let's look at this. I'm going to Google it. I'm going to Google it, and this will decide the point. It's from July. And the actual, and the actual articles are... That it's going to feature Barbara Gordon, not Batgirl. Barbara Gordon. Oh, guys, this is the designer for... It's a, t- it's a tight question. Because I know that there will be... Rumour Birds of Prey will include Barbara Gordon. July 8th. Yes. Yes. There's a rumour. Now, I'm clicking on Screen Rant. But, but let's, let's not forget. Let's not forget it also has the question in it. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just go with Screen Rant, and to be honest, I think that it's actually it's it's supporting your uh, your answer. The latest rumors suggest that Batgirl won't actually appear in Kathy Yan's Birds of Prey movie, but that her alter ego Barbara Gordon will do so after all. But again, that's rumors. So what you're trying to say after summarizing all that is that I'm right. <laughs> No, July 16, movie web. Full Birds of Prey character list revealed where's Barbara Gordon. Don't trust something called movie web. 
Okay, fine. Let's look at IMDb. Birds of prey. This will this will go. This is a, this is a battle that'll go down in history. Oh frankly, wow! Give me the television. Frankly, series. I don't even know if DC know what's going on with their casting. Hey, but, but, but that's true. Maybe this was a bad question. Um, twenty twenty is it? Yes. Okay. 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 Should probably go wiki. Wikipedia would probably be helpful. It's not cast yet. So she's not in the cast list. But then again, Cassie Kane hasn't been cast. So that denies my answer. Um, I might just have to give you another question. Because I think we're butting heads here. But I still got the question. Yeah, I, still, I still said Cassie. Oh, yeah, you did still say Cassie. I should just give you the point. It I'm doesn't gonna, matter. I'm fighting for this point. We are now just fighting over whether Barbara is going to be. In no, I'm gonna, I'll give you the point. You did say Cassie Kane. That's fine. <laughs> but I am right. If it's Barbara Gordon news, I will have it. Okay. Wikipedia. Everyone knows Wikipedia is great. You can reference it at university and high school. Yeah, totally. that's fine. You don't get in trouble for that. You can exactly. copy and paste it if you want. <laughs> it's perfectly um, fine. No, no, miss, I didn't copy and paste it. I actually updated the Wikipedia site with my knowledge. Yes. Yes. Supposedly my school... The team, roster, <laughs> the team roster will include Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Journey, Smollett Bell, and Rosie Perez as Harley Quinn, Helena Bertinelli, Bertinelli Huntress, Dinah Laurel Lance, Black Canary, and Renee Montoya, respectively, as well as Cassie Kane. Roman Sionis Black Mask will serve as the film's primary protagonist, with Ewan McGregor portraying the character. The film began pre-production and there is no bad girl. I mean, there is no Barbara Gordon. For so, now. For now. No, I I do think she might come in as Oracle, but there isn't really 100%. There's nothing said. Uh, There's nothing said. It's just all, all right. rumours. It's just all rumours. Mm, I'll put you on that one. But you got the point. What's the next question? This could go on forever. What's the next question? Okay, so question. This multi-dimensional character torments Superman as an antagonist. The only way you can defeat said character is to say his name backwards. Or get him to say his name backwards. Sorry. This character has also been featured in Supergirl. What character am I referring? I was just terrified you'd ask me to say it backwards. Mixer Spitlick. Mythic Spitlick. Yes. Yes. And I just had it's to... hard enough saying it forwards. I, <laughs> I, actually, I actually had panic that he had been in Supergirl and then I remembered, no, he's pining after her heart because he's very much like a douche. <laughs> and she got she got him to type his name and that's how yes. she sent her back. Very yes. clever, very clever. Yes. Okay, now the next question, which hopefully won't be as divisive as the last, which is the final question. Ooh. First, I should ask, have you guys gotten your hands on Titans at all? No. no. Ah, have you seen any news or anything around it? Otherwise, this question will fall flat. Vaguely. Oh, what is the question? All right, we'll ask it. We'll see how it goes. It might be a little, a little bit hard. Which Teen Titans team member from the comics appeared on Dick Grayson's screen in Titans Episode 2? I'm going to say Raven. We don't want to go for another question? I'd say Jason Todd. Tell you what, if you lock in one of those answers, 
And no, like you can both give me each of them. So there's a chance that either of those could be right. And I'll give you the point if one of those are right. Did you want to lock them in? It's Jason Todd because Raven's in the series. Okay. Then we'll go. Do you want to stick with that one? Yeah, we'll go Jason Todd then. I trust Trent. Shouldn't. It's Donna Troy. (laughs) 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 Sorry, there's one little last jab jab. (laughs) I'll give you hope. Here's some hope. No hope for you. You die. (laughs) You're still winning. This last question is the decider. You are half a point in front. That's a a pretty good guess for not seeing the... um... Yeah, no, it is. I just just knew that there was a leaked footage of that. The footage of came out of Jason Todd, and I thought, yeah, it's likely that he'd appear on a screen. No, yes, he is. What I think he's going to appear in episode three or four. Which makes it sense that he's that he'd be on the TV screen. Mm-hmm. I was going for logic. Going for logic there. I actually, I really tried to pause and try to read all the names, but all you could get is Alfred Pennyworth and Donna Troy. I couldn't get any of the others. But what is the next question? This question is based on Gotham. Oh, no. Okay. No, that's fair. No, I haven't actually watched recent series, but this is fair. What is the name of the girl? Not the name of the actor, but what is Poison Ivy's name in Gotham? The civilian name. Oh, okay. You make me feel like it's not actually the same as the comics. And even then, do want, I don't know why. I'm do you want to go with that train of thought? I do, because I mean, like, that's my that's my best bet. But at the same time, I'm completely blanking on Pamela's last name. Pamela. 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 I think it's Pamela Eyes, but I don't think that's right. I'm pretty sure I, I, I read that her name is different, but I have to go with it. Pamela Eyes. Incorrect. Yeah, it, it, is, it is Ivy Pepper. Ivy Pepper. Yes. Well, I was completely incorrect. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Brit Girl, running the show solo, having been left behind by her other co-host. Is that loser? Lacking. Is that loser? <laughs> yes, I am. Four and a half points to the fortress. Yeah. Five. And what's even, what's even more embarrassing is that you lost to Jules from the fortress. Yeah, and. Trent was giving me no help, so. No, I want to <laughs> Excuse me. Give yourself some props, woman. Oh, help. You're a fine lady getting them answers. I wing it. Half of my uni degree was winging it with multiple choice. Oh, that one's That's the longest so answer. That looks right. That's about right. That doesn't All sound too All of the stupid. above? Sure. Oh, At least I'm not? like one out of four. I'm, cool. I'm 25% right if I do one of all of the above. Yep. <laughs> sure, there's logic in there somewhere. Quarter point, quarter point. <laughs> quarter point, yeah, just like debate it with your teacher. You see, now, all of the above, one of these are right. I don't think it's sleep. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that is the first trivia night. I mean, it was a lot of fun. I don't know. Should we do this again? I don't know. Maybe we should. I definitely need to get that half point up and beat you guys next time. Hopefully. Definitely. And I will prepare more questions next time instead of doing them off the top of my head. <laughs> See the thing well, they were pretty good questions. But the thing is as well is I knew that if we included comics, you would destroy that category. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm like you would just you just I did not want to go there. I'm thinking, let's keep it fun, let's keep it light, let's keep it film TV. But that was <laughs> trivia night. 
<laughs> as light as it was, I mean, we did have some pretty difficult questions. Yes. Surprisingly. Yes. Yes. But we have talked some casting news with Ewan McGregor and Swamp Thing. But other than that, not much news at the moment, guys. Uh, if you want to catch the Hot Glue screening, that is at Supernova 1.30 on Saturday in Brisbane. I mean, I don't know if there's any other Supernovas happening around the world this Saturday, but there we go. Now, Trent, Jules, where can our listeners find your fantastic content? You can find our podcast regularly. You can, on any podcast app, search The Fortress and you can listen to our lovely voices. Or you can find our YouTube channel, which is where we try and do the most of our content, which you can find at youtube.com forward slash the Fortress AUS, and you can find our other handles like Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Fortress Nerds. And, and if you want to follow Jim, and if you want to follow me and my cosplay shenanigans, you can follow me at Jem, so that's J E M underscore cosplay underscore AUS through Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and Twitter too. I do have a Twitter account. <laughs> Sorry, that's just I feel like that should be a theme song. Shenanigans. Well, um, thank you so much again for joining us, guys. My name is Brittany, a.k.a. Brit Girl. You can find some reviews on Nova Stream AU from me. I do some videos for them as well. Be sure to keep your eye on their social medias. Again, Nova Stream AU for all the latest in pop culture news, pop culture news reviews. And I think I'm just shaken that I lost, guys. I'm just so heartbroken and it's so bad. I just can't do an outro. I mean, oh my gosh. We won't run but- in on Saturday. Oh, I no. won't rub it in on Saturday. <laughs> I will give you a hug. Trent will rub salt into the wound. Have have hey Trent? Have I told you I'm five foot eleven? Yes. Yeah, but you're also a ginger, so it doesn't really threaten me that much. Oh, honey, I've got a freckle for many souls. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Before this gets too threatening, ladies yeah, and gentlemen, we'll thank you again. You. Freckle, I will freckle you. Thank you again for listening. Uh, Tune in next time when we talk more about DC news with DC Novastream.